Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 54. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Villal-Springer. The countdown to Christmas has officially begun, so today we invite Forest content manager Chris Brennan onto the show to share his advice on your Christmas wishes, the ultimate Christmas marketing guide for salons and spas. As always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Good morning, guys. Good morning. We actually have an in-house today. We've got the uh, the man, Chris Brennan, here. Hi. Yeah, that's my, that's my official title, the man, Chris the Brennan. The man, Chris Brennan. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I mean, it was great walking on those three flights of steps. Uh, we were going to do a whole, like, uh, The Simpsons, Troy McClure thing. It's like, you may recognize him from, what, the Forest Academy webinars, the Facebook Lives. You're even always doing talks for us. So, um, yeah, Chris, that big list of stuff. What are you doing lately? Um, well... Over the past couple of months, we've started doing uh, using Facebook Live, and I've been doing the salon marketing Q&A every Tuesday. Um, if you've been keeping up with kind of the latest in social media, you'll see with Instagram and with Facebook, like the live feature is becoming more and more popular. Like we're kind of at the beginning stages of it. So for us, we wanted to jump in, kind of get used to it. So then even for salons, we can talk about the dynamics of using live video for their benefit. But for now, our version of that is that every Tuesday, we actually answer salon marketing questions live on Facebook. And if you actually tune in, you can actually ask questions in the comments box. It's been really fun and it's been exciting just for me as well because I do a lot of webinars, I do live talks, and those are fine because they're live and you can't really like have another take on it. But there's some something about looking at a camera and just like delivering everything in one go that should be a bit intimidating. But for some reason, like when it's live, you have no other chance. You have no other, no other choice to just do it well. So <laughs> you just go forward with it. And it's been really fun. I even thought with uh, Zoe, Zoe was telling me, like, try to do about 10 minutes. I was like, oh, 10, that seems like a long time. I think the first episode was like 25 minutes. <laughs> I just kept going. It is weird, though, because even when, when we're doing the podcast, it's it's not actually been visually filmed so we're just kind of chatting away and like yeah. the facial ex- facial expressions and everything here but with you you're staring at a camera and it's not even like when you're talking to a person you've got the whole kind of no because even you, the beginning of the live you have to actually try and build just interest and talk about yeah nothing and everything at the same time because the audience has to be built and that takes about five minutes like we remember them if from, not more yeah exactly like we remember them from the uh, 30 days to grow and it just felt so awkward for those the first few minutes yeah you're trying to warm up have we got enough uh, audience left or have we got enough audience yeah will we go all right uh yeah okay and this is all being aired yeah that's <laughs> it um it's just funny too um i think like we're still slowly building this new audience on facebook live for this exact format it's a slow process and it's really cool that we've been through this before to realize like look it takes time like anything like a podcast like a blog uh, most people don't. Uh, most people fail at it just because they don't keep up with it. They expect immediate results. It's a slow process. You're tuning your audience into understanding that this is a Tuesday activity, and this is an activity you can also watch later on as a Facebook post. And we also put every single episode on YouTube as well as a as part of a playlist. Mm. But like, it's that we understand that it's like it's a slow process. It, we might not have the amazing, big, thriving interactive audience yet but that will come and the only way that comes is quality of content and consistency so i think hopefully 
we're going to be consistent because we've done 11 in a row now. And I'm going to hope that the quality is there. But sure, I like, think Zoe, I steal most of the info off of Zoe anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like how, how long you said you've done 11 of them? Yeah. Look at us. When we did Forest FM, the first couple of episodes, you were looking like 30 to 60 listens a month. Now we're, what, 11,000 just over a year. So um, you'll get there. You'll be just like us. There's <laughs> a little pat on the shoulder for you. It was also funny because we looked at it going, okay, so we have the blog, three blog posts a week, you know. Um, we've got the podcast once a week. So we've handled written content. We've handled audio. But we're not really doing any consistent video content. Mm. And I thought that was like the one thing that was missing. I thought, well, if we can provide like – a visual show for them as well. We've kind of covered all the bases. So it's really cool to kind of finally launch that. So how's uh, the format of show work? You're saying you're answering questions, but is it at the same time every Tuesday or... Same time. It's on Tuesday at 12 noon. That's UK and Irish time. And it goes for about 10 to 20 minutes. uh, Depending. It's quite loose. I have a couple of bullet points. I've got the question. And then it's, it's not scripted like... I couldn't memorize that much if I wanted to, but we've done so much of this stuff that it's just, it's funner to just kind of wing it and just discuss and describe everything that we know from our experience and from working with so many salons and just trying to add value and be practical. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like the reason why Facebook's important. No, it's like, this is how you handle like your Facebook strategy. This is how you can develop the best times to post on Facebook, like real practical informative and engaging information that they can actually benefit from. And like you're saying, it's a Q&A, so it's not just you talking the whole time. It's you answering actual questions that, that you guys have. Yeah, absolutely. At the moment, our format is one long-form uh, question, but in time, it can break out to being answering questions as they come in. But at the moment, it's just you have to build that audience. You yeah. have to develop it and have to invite people to actually yeah. a- ask these questions. Cool. And one question that we have got is... Advent has started. The what do you do to market your salon for Christmas? Exactly, yeah. So, like, we've been talking about salon marketing for the last seven weeks, or well, no, about four weeks, because we always say get seven weeks ahead. But now we are on the 4th of December, so 21 days left. I'd say at this point, as you say, like, you've prob- like a salon would probably have used the end of October and the whole month of November to fully book out their their December. Like, if you... Like, it's such a busy time mm. no matter what, so... I'm just going to like highlight what you probably would have done because I don't want to tell people at the 1st of December, like this is what you do in November, yeah. <laughs> you know? But um, it would be that you're trying to book it out and the techniques you can use is through the channels like SMS, email, rebooking people in as they come into your salon. An angle you can have would be there's parties coming up. There's all these Christmas parties. You want to make sure that in this stressful holiday period you're not putting extra stress on by having to like find a salon that is booked up speaking of which i actually got an email just this morning from my barber shop saying are you having a christmas party soon like book your spot we have very little spots left i love it <laughs> that's exactly it because like, look at is... that the booking is now a favor mm. it's like look we're just trying to take a piece a, a, a stressful activity from you like we did this when we did it on the blog a couple of years back we created a salon christmas playlist yeah And the reason was we know that it can be stressful having that one other bullet point on your to-do list. So we created it, we sent it off, and then I think a day later, somebody emailed me going, you know what, I was going home, I was so stressed thinking about how I had to actually put this (laughs) list together, and then it just arrived in my email box, thank you, Forrest. It's the same way, like you just provide value. Now your booking isn't a favor, your booking is 
a favor to your customer. Hey, look, just take it off. Just take this one to do thing off of your list and then arrive whenever you booked it. It's perfect. It's easy. And you do this across the board and you're fully booked. So that's like November, basically. But now, as it is at the moment, it's what December fourth, as I, as I'm speaking. So now we're kind of in the in the busy period. So I think right now it's mainly about maintaining this this amazing five star customer service in a very stressful environment, and understanding that what you're doing now, even in customer service terms, is marketing your salon for January, for February, and beyond. You're gonna have you should have a lot of clients walking through that door, and your objective now is to get all of them booked in again. Don't let them go out the front door without having a booking for January. And also, I was thinking just before we started, another fun thing to do is to start a campaign for gift cards. If people yeah. are leaving, maybe you don't hit them up at the at the desk with it, but maybe your staff can highlight, like, do you have all your gifts organized for Christmas? Well, you know, we have gift cards and try to push those gift cards because it's, they're it's there. It's the easiest gift to at the holiday period, I mean, it's the, the most easiest thing. If you don't know your neighbor that well, if you don't know your work colleague, or you have anything that you have to buy and you don't really know what to get them specifically, a gift And you did a perfect. report um, in a blog you wrote recently. I thought I remember reading a report that it's actually one of the most popular gifts yeah, at, at the at moment. The, yeah, and in, in during the holiday period, yeah. This yeah. is going to sound so scripted, but I was literally just talking to my mom yesterday on the phone because <laughs> my sister's birthday is in two days' time. She is in December and we couldn't have, <laughs> did not know what to get her. So we're like, yeah, we'll just get her a gift card to get her hair done because she's got her Christmas party coming up. So um, that's off the cuff, but I mean, like, <laughs> I just bought into that. <laughs> so uh, now my mom's going to her local hairdresser. <laughs> it's great, though. Like, I know that even, like, anecdotally, the same thing. Like, every year, um, my brother and my dad father have no idea what to get my wife but they always want to get her something so they come to me and every year i'm like because she likes body shop so i'll go and my wife's birthday is in june so it's like every six months she needs more body shop so <laughs> my dad is in charge of the body shop pickup you know then my brother i'm like just get a gift card for like her salon like like she'll love it like don't go too far don't go zany and get some weird gift that she doesn't understand or some inside joke like just play it yeah. safe go for the gift card you know for a fact she's going to use it and she's going to love it so imagine all these people coming in your door getting an appointment and having a fantastic customer service, having a great treatment. And then they're also in their mind, they're wondering what they should be getting. It's yeah. great conversation too for the duration of the appointment. And then it can end up with your upselling your gift cards. Like what you were saying there, the gift card really works if you are providing that like ultimate customer experience because then to like your wife going into that salon, that's a couple of hours to herself. That's a yeah. nice kind of relaxing oh, and, time away and, from from Chris and the kid. <laughs> well, not just even that. I just went into town this weekend. It was absolutely manic. Just in Jervis in, in the shopping center around the corner from here. It was just, I managed to stay there for an hour and then I was like, I need to get out now. Like, yeah. this is way too yeah. crazy. And That's the, it's like early <laughs> December and it's already this way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a nice time to, like if someone has to, to come into the salon in December or January, it's a nice time to just enjoy that calm and peaceful hour. It's like the minute they switch on the lights, everything switches in, in everyone where they just go crazy. It's like <laughs> yeah. the lights are on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We take it for granted that maybe if you're listening to this and you're sitting there going, well, I've already organized all my gifts. 
But like, and I'd be that way too. Like I'm, I enjoy the gift given and I kind of plan it out early. But I also know that there's way more people that just panic and rush and then they have no idea what to do. That's why those places are so busy. It's mad scramblers at the last <laughs> minute going, gee, I think she mentioned once that she liked this book. I don't know who was by. Oh, there's so many books and all this kind of stress. Yeah. Take it out of their hands. So uh, like, we'll come back to the gift cards again for kind of, I suppose, boomeranging everyone back into January. But we're talking about providing the ultimate Christmas experience. What do you reckon salon owners should be doing to provide that? Because it could be just as easy when your appointment book is chock-a-block with appointments to could be, it'd be like a conveyor belt system. All right, you're in, quick done, quick out. How do you provide a good experience that will make them want to come back in January? It's basically, it, if it feels like a conveyor belt, make sure that they don't feel like it's a conveyor belt. Exactly. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you feel like that, but you have to like use your client card notes more than ever right now. Like if you're so busy that it's one after the other, then make sure that there's actual information in those notes so you can know their name, you can know a little bit about them. Hit that note before you, you go to greet them so then you actually can you can start the conversation and the experience off a bit better than like you're trying to catch up with yeah. who they are and what they do and how they've been and since mm -hmm. since that time. So definitely use those client notes. And if you don't actually have, if all your client notes are blank, use this time to start filling those notes up. <laughs> yeah, because more than likely in December, it is going to be your clients. Like it's very rare that you're going to have new people coming into your salon unless they've left it so late that their actual salon it's booked, be, out. it's booked out. So <laughs> it's probably going to be your own clients coming back. So you're going to have those notes, like Chris said. And if you don't, get them filled up. Well, we have a blog. We actually spoke about it just last week on the monthly roundup. If you're missing ideas and you don't really know where to start when writing down client notes, we've got 24 things that you could write down that would be really uh, well worth it for future appointments, at least. Yeah. So I suppose, how do you get your own clients back in? SMS and email, like you have their contact details there. You don't need to spend a fortune on Facebook ads or even Google ads if that's what you're doing. Utilize your own contacts. Mm -hmm. And also, um, just I had another idea about the gift cards. A new, Maybe a new idea that they haven't really thought of using Facebook would be that instead of using Facebook to target who you think would be your actual clients, like to create an audience of your clients, create an audience of the opposite of your clients and target like the men who are looking for gift <laughs> ideas and they go like, hey, are you looking for a gift idea for your wife or girlfriend? Drop in and get a gift card here, you know? So what you're doing is going against everybody who would be into beauty, into all that stuff. You can target tech guys of a certain age, you know, yeah. and just go like, this is the anti-audience of me because guess what? Their spouse potentially might be a customer and you're, they would potentially not be seeing this ad of you going, <laughs> check out this. So it's just a different angle that you'd be targeting somebody who's completely clueless as to what they should be getting. And you're going, I've got the solution for you. Just drop yeah. in here. And that's actually a great way to get new clients. It's so true, though, because we did a webinar on gift cards last year. And it was broken into like four of the biggest gift card purchasers. And one of them was the last minute mails. It's that panic of what do I get? They pop into a salon, they get the gift card. But why can't you be that one where you're advertising on Facebook? Because they're on their phones the whole time anyway. They're in work, they're on their laptops. They don't even need to pop into your salon. They'll just order online. They're Googling best last minute <laughs> gift for my wife. I've got a bookmark folder there. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Like Even my, my wife is like... It is funny, you, but like... <laughs> my wife says that you're tough to buy for, Chris. And I'm like, Really? And then I'll actually like Google like last minute gift ideas and I'll find stuff that I like. I'm like, look, just literally type it in. Like just 
type, just start typing like your question into Google. Like, yeah. it's so good now that it'll so act- many people have asked it before. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. If you, you go like um, gift ideas for comic book lovers, gift ideas for filmmakers, that kind of thing, like whatever covers you. So I guarantee they're probably typing in gift ideas for uh, beauty bloggers, things like this. You know, mm-hmm. like they're out there. Um, so it's good. I think we're a bit gift card heavy though, so I think we might call it. A day on gift card ideas, right? To yeah. gift card one hundred and one. But like, even in salon, like, I love the idea that David Barnard had the other day on I was the show. Just about to a, say, uh, the wheel of fortune. <laughs> you rubbed it. <laughs> so he had a wheel of fortune and had a night in the salon for customers and his staff as well. If you bought a certain amount of products or spent a certain amount of services, then you could get to spin the wheel once, and every spin is a win. So nice. you could get something at the end of it if you've spent a minimum amount in a salon that day. That's very That's a nice cute. Nice reward, mm. yeah. Then on top of what he was saying with Dare, it's a great chance for your retail products too. Because yeah. he had this three-step approach where just to recap, so while you're doing someone's hair, you're showing them the products you're using, you're leaving it in the mirror in front of them, and then you bring it up to the till again. But another way to utilize your your products, especially the dusty products that like the products that are sitting on the shelves and you find a tough time to sell, repackage them. Make them yeah. into a little gift idea. Again, if I'm if I'm popping into a salon to get a gift card or, or a gift voucher or something like that for my partner or whatever, and I see a nice bundled up package of beauty products or hair products, I'm probably going to pick up that as well. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point because when I send my, my dad into a body shop, he doesn't buy the individual products. No. He looks for that big wrapped up thing that says Merry Christmas on it. He, he, yeah, so people just need easy. to be told. Like, this is a Christmas gift. I remember... This is the Christmas gift right here. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just give us a chance here. Like, yeah, you know? like, <laughs> and even, like, I remember as a, as a teenager, like, 16 or 17 or something like that, I didn't really know what to get uh, for my stepmom. And it was just my dad was like, well, get her beauty products. And it was always that retail package thing yeah. that it was just so easy because I didn't know any of it. Like, I didn't know what would suit her or what she'd want or anything. So if, at least with that whole package... I was covered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, Chris, but I can count already. It's probably two hands to use how many toiletry bags I'm going to receive this Christmas. That's it. The bags with the aftershave, the razor blade, the uh, sprays, everything. And the thing is, I've already picked up two of those beauty product <laughs> packets this weekend. <laughs> I popped into town. I had a Chris Kringle. And yeah, it was mm. the first thing I saw. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I get that every year as well. Like yeah. Last year, my <laughs> wife got it for me and I was like, you? <laughs> you too you got you, you got me this usually that's like the uncle maneuver <laughs> yeah and then on social I mean you can run so many different Christmas competitions as well yeah. and get people to engage with you raise brand awareness I mean actually um, there's another fun thing that uh, one of our clients has done so Mimosa Beauty and Jenny we had her on the show a few episodes back She's created this whole email campaign of like 25 days of gratitude. And it's really, really amazing. I just woke up to it this weekend. I was looking at the Force Instagram and essentially you sign up for it and you get 25 emails, one a day. And it's just like what you should feel grateful for and how you can feel grateful for it. So, for instance, today was being grateful for the feeling of touch. So, you know, how how does it feel when rain falls onto your face? You know, realize what like how does it feel when you step out of bed and you, I don't know, step on a really cold floor or just realizing these little tiny Real things. Real evocative stuff. Yeah. And yesterday's was taste. So. Think about the first bite you take into, I don't know, your pizza or Sunday night pizza or something like that yeah. and just appreciate it. So it's all about the, the, the gratitude practice that she really enjoys and that she transfers all uh, over to her staff, family and, and, and things like that. And she's sharing it to everyone now. 
Yeah, it's a great fantastic. idea. It's it's like a play on mindfulness, and we did something similar. Our social team organized a thirty day trial with Headspace. Mm. So it's like short. What's a five to fifteen minutes of mindfulness or meditation? It's brilliant because November does be a busy time here in Forest. And that's when we had the free effort and everyone just seemed nice and happy and kind of chill <laughs> compared to last year where everyone's running around the place. So something like this from Mimosa, it is it really is a brilliant idea because it's so it easy to get caught as up. Well. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in like the commercial aspect and how hectic the life is and then I suppose there's a lot of other feelings going around going on around Christmas time as well. So it's just a couple of minutes to sit back and it doesn't even take long it's like you said you could still be lying in bed you turn on your phone that email is there it was there at 9 a.m in my inbox and i was just like oh okay i'll try to think about that today that's it's a nice thing to think of and it's great to be aware Mm. of it for that day throughout the day as well then Mm. isn't it yeah and then she's also sharing her experience of that whole gratitude practice yeah so that's that's a we'll link that in the footnotes anyways of the episode that's a really nice idea yeah and it's like a lot of marketing isn't about trying to throw your product or service in there. A lot of a lot of times it can just be reminding people you exist by adding something thoughtful to their life yeah. or to their day like that. I really like that. I actually might sign up and just follow that too. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, because this has nothing, no push of Mimosa Beauty at all here. This is just Jenny going, this yeah. is what I do and I'd like everyone else to That'll resonate so much. And people might actually share that more than your deal of the day. Like, hey, look, I'm actually following this. It's really great. Mm. It'd be more more shareable than your newsletter where you're like, buy my stuff, you know? Yeah. And this is purely just like, Jenny didn't approach us about this. No. This is, you just came across it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so if anyone else has anything similar like that, tag us in it and we can share it too because yeah this is a great idea and everyone should try and get on board with that another thing that i thought that worked quite well in a few places were businesses that shared wish lists oh. so you know for example when you type into google what should i get last yeah. minute gift some places actually create those wish lists well, these are ideas that you could get this person or this person That's great and idea. then obviously they plug in their products or services some of them into that list but at least you have an idea of like what you can try and get for that person that's great because the problem you're solving is their time creating the list it's like we've created the list for you yeah so, just yeah. now pick yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Even on social media we find that there's always more engagement especially when you're starting out with social media that if you ask a question okay you get some engagement if you ask a question and give them a b c d multiple mm. choice answer like pick an answer people will go A or D, and then they might have a conversation. So at all times, taking as much away from their decision-making <laughs> process actually benefits for engagement. So that's a really good idea. It's yeah. that paradox of choice, isn't it? It's funnel it down to just a few little um, examples or ideas or answers. Don't give too many options. It's like a menu. When you walk in, you see a menu in a restaurant, and there's hundreds of different <laughs> offers, and you're like, mm, nah. I feel like that's you. <laughs> that is me. And again, I got to- takeaway at the weekend. It took me half an hour to decide. The menus are too big. Funnel it down. <laughs> You just call them up and they just tell you on the phone what you're having, chicken curry. <laughs> it was satay, but yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much my ideas for Christmas marketing anyways. And we do have a, the, the huge bundle of Christmas ideas on the blog. Um, do you have anything else that you could possibly add or think of at the moment? No, I think, yeah, I think you recently compiled all of our yeah. Christmas marketing posts 
and management posts into one mega blog. I think that would be the best place to go. Um, I was trying not to repeat things that are on there because <laughs> it's very comprehensive mm. and very easy to read. So I came in with a couple of those gift card ideas and some customer service yeah. ideas. And just a more of a mindset to go like, this, your marketing is also your customer service right now. Like you might have new people in, but either way, like you're trying to make sure that they come back and it's not just an annual thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it try to get them the, the idea that, okay, they, they need to be there for like a Christmas party, but why should they come back in January? And that's a big message that not just you will send, but your team should be sending. And maybe have a, a little meeting right now and kind of figure out how best to display this message because that'll this right now is a launching pad for next year and you can really kick it off well if you get your January mm -hmm. right and your February right and lead from Christmas all the way to, to Valentine's Day and then jump off of that and use these landmarks as momentum builders for your business. Yeah, and don't hesitate to take down things that have worked well this year so that you can replicate them next year as well. Just what you were saying about a team meeting there, just kind of off the cuff, you could, I suppose... If you have a team meeting today and you go, right, you have these clients, you have these clients, you have these clients, why not set a goal of what are you going to do to get these clients to book back in next month? Mm. It could be something like that. That's you, great. So then it's tried and tested. You can hear from each of your staff members who's doing what to guarantee another booking. That's true. I love it. I love anything that's kind of like it's more engaging and interactive with the staff. That's one thing I, I've heard of so many times by salon owners that, they can't. They they have an issue with their staff, but I think it comes from that they're afraid to individually go up to them or to gather them together as a community and yeah. like set out the goals. And once they do that, they always come come back to us and go, "It's such a difference." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, because you've actually engaged them. Like, it's so easy for them to come in and it's like a a monotonous day. Every day is the same. But yeah. you give them goals, you give them targets, and you incentivize them and reward them." then you just see their interest and enthusiasm and their results skyrocket. But you're giving them responsibility too because it's down to them to come up with a new way of getting their client because you're treating it as if it's their client if you can book them back in. Absolutely. So responsibility, sharing that leadership. So that pretty much wraps up the Christmas things. We're not going to go on about it too much because like you said, you've got a blog, you've got everything on it. It's worth checking it out and download all that material. It's free. Utilize it. But... We I've did. actually seen one of those Christmas graphics on Instagram recently. Have you? Yeah. 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 It's a nice... It's uh, a nice little touch. Isn't yeah. it? So that was just a little shout out to Jenny. And we actually have another shout out. Now, if anyone that listened to our podcast, it was episode 23. Or what do, we, what do I mean if anyone has listened to our podcast? <laughs> Obviously, people are listening. <laughs> but um, And if they're not listening, then they would be hearing you ask if anybody's listening. Well, keep talking until <laughs> someone talks back. <laughs> That's Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> so... Back on episode 23, we actually interviewed Graeme Kent of FHC. And why we interviewed Graeme Kent was all about how his salon gives back to charity and to do a lot of donations. And it's something that he has believed in and done, it, done for a couple of years now. Even to the point where he got over £30,000 raised for St. Michael's Hospice, actually. Yeah, exactly. So, and by doing that, they just kind of created a little hair. Uh, it was like catwalk events. Him and the staff and everyone got together and it was a chance for his staff to become incredibly creative as well. So it was almost like a good kind of um, express yourself for his team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just received the news off our CEO this week that he's actually retiring. He's handing up his scissors after 52 years in practice and he's done over 81,000 
haircuts. And like you said already, he's raised 30,000 for St. Michael's Hospice. So because we've interviewed him on the show and we just thought that's an overwhelming like achievement right there. We said we were just going to um, give him a say, little good job. And yeah, good job. Happy, happy retirement. <laughs> yeah, all, all the best with the re- retirement. I mean, like fair play, Graham. And uh, oh, he's also just received his craftsmanship award as well. So um, yeah, well done, fair play and all the best with your retirement. So usually this is where we move on to our webinars, but December, everyone's flat out. So we thought, you know what? We'll take a break off our webinars this month as well. So what else have we got? Back Facebook to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Facebook Live. Yeah, I'll still be doing our every Tuesday, the weekly Facebook Lives throughout December. And we do have the recordings of the previous webinars still available. So if you're listening to this and you don't have access to those recordings, you can just hit us up like in any, any format, like email us or you can hit us up on Facebook Twitter, or Twitter Instagram. or Instagram. <laughs> so like we usually run webinars for about four to six months and after that we move on we change the subject but the thing is we still have the recordings of those old ones and there's some people who join into forest or they they're introduced to us that have never been able to access those but we have all the recordings so we started off with a facebook one we have a retail webinar snapchat client retention so we've got a nice diverse mix of content so even though we're not doing any live webinars this month if you haven't checked out one of those other ones, we can send you the video version um, and you can enjoy that at your own time and convenience. So that summarizes us on the show today. If you do have any more questions and tips that you're looking for for um, that last minute Christmas stuff or even how to get your clients back in in January, hit us up on any of the hundreds of channels that Chris has just mentioned. We only have three episodes this month in December because obviously we won't be in the office on Christmas nor New Year's, uh, but then we'll be back with the summit uh, with another live episode from the summit. So that's kind of our show today. We wish you a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best.